Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When your manhood bends in a different direction, visit PDURO.com to find a urologist. Because a bend in your erection might be Peyronie's disease or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, also called plaque. But it's treatable. Zyaflex, collagenase clostridium histolyticum, is the only non-surgical FDA-approved injection for Peyronie's disease. Zyaflex is a prescription for adult men who have a plaque that can be felt and a curve in their penis greater than 30 degrees at the start of treatment. Along with daily penile stretching and straightening exercises, Zyaflex has been proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Results will vary. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra, the tooth that urine passes through. You're allergic to any collagenase or the ingredients in Zyaflex. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious injury during an erection, severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and localized skin and soft tissue death called necrosis due to hematoma, which could require surgery. You may feel sudden back pain reactions after treatment. Seek help right away if you have any signs of injury. Do not have sex or any sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment cycle, which includes two injections, one to three days apart. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take blood thinners, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. Talk to a urologist about Zyaflex. Find a Zyaflex trained urologist at PDURO.com or call 877-942-3539. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a mattress firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Enjoy this Goldilocks Productions presentation of the Stacy and Company show. Stacy Erickson channels messages from your higher self and other realms. Connect with your own unicorn and dragon. Step into this magical realm now. Hey everyone, it's good to see you all. Thanks for being here today. I'm uh, still not feeling quite 100%, so bear with me on this because I'm kind of a little bit scattered today, it feels like to me. So um, so anyway, but I have a lot of information coming through and it's really, really interesting because this past week, even with me not feeling so good, the, um, the bird energy and flying. Hey, Ruth, thanks for joining me. And uh, of course, Tiffany is here too. So that's so cool. So, um, so anyway, so the bird energy is what's coming in for me today in the flyers, you know, the flying beings. And so it's really interesting because um, it all started out with me actually having to sit down and read you guys 
<laughs> which I don't normally do. I know I talk about it all the time now because I feel like I'm reading more now than ever because I have been um, feeling a little bit under the weather, you know, with uh, the stomach flu. And now this one's like the head cold or something. I don't know. But anyway, so this is where I'm at and I'm not sure why, but I think I'm kind of being sat down and told that I need to start reading more and really starting to do more research. I have a project that I want to, um, you know, get going with. And, um, oh, thank you so much, Ruth. She says, sending you tons of love, light, and healing energy. Feel better. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm on antibiotics because I had to take them. So hopefully they'll start working soon. But um, anyway, so with with that being said, it's just been a very interesting, you know, out of something bad always comes something good. And so for me, I try to, you know, like I said to you, said to you all before, all good is my motto or try to be that, you know, whenever I'm feeling down and out and a little depressed or whatever, I always just tell myself, okay, all good, all good. And then as soon as I say that, it, you know, helps pull me out of this energy of, um, you know, this downtrodden type energy and helps lift me back up into where I need to be so that I can continue to grow and understand, you know, why we are here, which is a lot of fun. So anyway, so I'm working on this project and it's a big, huge, daunting, um, uh, deal <laughs> basically. And, um, I've actually been putting it off. And the reason why I'm mentioning this to you is because, um, I want you to, I want to explain something to you about us as human beings, you know, being beings. So from our past history of what we were in our lives, in our own personal lives, you know, we've made mistakes. We've made, um, We've had things happen, you know, that have kind of like pushed back against us, you know, instead of like sending us forward. And so what it did was it taught us lessons along the way. Now, if we think of them as lessons and don't fear them into the future where they're going to repeat themselves, then um, then we can receive them as gifts. And as gifts, then we can see them as more of a positive aspect. So this is my um, journey myself right now is that the reason why I've been putting this project off is because I have this fear of, you know, failure for the future because of what I had experienced in the past. And I just don't want the same thing to happen. But the whole thing is, is that in the future, we can't predict it. All we can do is just try to live day to day, every single day, and just keep moving towards our goals. And a lot of times the energy will start shifting because guess what? We're in a different time zone, time frame, time everything right now. So from what I understand, time has even changed. And it's really interesting because um, when we talk to one of these birds today, it kind of talks about that a little bit. It's really interesting. There's a lot of transformation going on and a lot of things that are happening around us that is um, so much fun. So let's move forward. The... Um, when I was, I'm going to try to stay on track, but I'm a little bit, like I said, I'm a little scattered today. So the first thing I want to say is that when I was in my, I want to say early 20s, maybe even not even 21 yet, maybe I was even 19, I'm not quite sure, somewhere around that age. Well, anyway, um, I was just, I was riding horses out in the um, magical world of the nature, you know, in the natural world all the time. And so I was very connected and it was really interesting because one day I thought to myself, you know, I want to go and see a handwriting analysis lady. Now I have no idea why I picked handwriting analysis other than the fact that I think I read a book that was on it and it's really interesting. And um, it was a fun book to read. It was about, you know, like murder mysteries and things like that and um, how they had caught the people, you know, in lies and, and all of that. And there was real, real murders and mysteries. And um, such a great book to read. It was like so much fun. But anyway, it taught me about handwriting. And I was really interesting because I'm sort of an analytical person. I'm a Virgo, which we're very analytical. And so, um, so it was a lot of fun for me, you know, because I'm artistic as well. And so with your handwriting, it can also be artistic. So anyway, so I thought, well, I'll go get my handwriting, um, you know, evaluated. So I went and saw this lady. And like I said, I was probably closer to, yeah, I was like 20, I would say. And um, so I went and I saw this lady and she was, I didn't realize this, but she was a handwriting analysis person, but she also was extremely intuitive, you know, so she was basically a psychic at the same time. And it was really, really interesting. So what she did was she told me, she said, you know, once she analyzed my handwriting, and that was really cool, by the way, I don't remember all of it, but I just remember thinking this is really neat. And, um, 
anyway, and then she told me that I should read this book. And so I was like, what book? And so she told me. And so I went and I bought it. And it's what the book is about is about an Indian who um, lives in Nevada. And this is back in the 70s, like 60s, 70s. And um, this guy in the book who's writing the book, and it's a true story. He is he works for the Menninger Foundation, I guess. And um, I want to say that's the name of it. And so he goes out there to study, you know, the Native American ways of a medicine man. And so the medicine man is Rolling Thunder. So Rolling Thunder is this medicine man that talks about everything that is happening in the world right now with all of us. And it's so interesting because in the book, it describes everything that I want to do in this project. So to be honest with you, I wish that I would have read the book and understood it much better back then. But, you know, timing is everything. And so that's what I'm getting to is that even though, you know, you have your failures and all of these other issues and problems in your past that you see as failures, they're not. They're actually gifts once again. Hey, Christine, thanks for joining me today. So um, they're actually gifts that we're bringing forward into our experience for our future. And um So, and timing is everything. That is one thing that I'm really learning is that patience and timing are the two things that are so important for us because we have to learn to be patient and to allow things to come to us. So that being said, I want to talk to you about um, what he was saying. And this is really cool. So in the book, there's a couple of things. So it says, um, so it says this. This is fair process. Man works from the outside in. So it says when you're going through like a purification process for yourself, for your soul, you know, and this is kind of intense. It says that man, us, works from the outside in. And it's really interesting because it says man is in and of nature, a microcosm of that universe that he can see around him. Through interaction with his environment, man learns about the natural world and then comes to understand his own nature. He becomes one with nature, one with himself, and then one with the great spirit. And it was really interesting because, um, you know, there's so much more to this book. I mean, it talks about like, you know, the great Swami, Swami Rama, I guess, is another guide. He talks about pulse and breathing, you know, and being able to control your inside pulse and breathing and things like that, which is stuff that we're actually going to start working on in the future. This is all that future. It's not future because it's actually now, but people are actually going to start doing this more and more and more into the future because it's going to be more available to us where we can actually get with peace, you know, in our hearts. So you have peace, which then, then allows you to receive wisdom from everywhere, animals, whatever's around you. And then, um, and all of your angels and everything, which we'll talk about in just a minute. And um, and then from there, you learn your truth, your truth of being, because you are divine. You have a divine side of you. You have your God source, your God spark. And it's really interesting because I asked last night, I had a friend who like reminded me that we are, you know, God, basically, that we can create whatever we want in our worlds. And this is so important for us to remember because, gosh, we get so lost and so caught up, you know, in this outside stuff. And um, so the so the natural world really does help bring you back to your inside, you know, inside yourself. And it's really interesting. So what I learned in the book, too, is this. And it was so interesting. It said that I learned a few things from the book. And that is one cannot be helped until she seeks help. One cannot be taught until she tries. One cannot be answered unless she asks. Now, it's so much fun, you know, because animals actually act. They can act as guides, bringing you powerful messages. The universe can answer a lot of questions by presenting these beautiful beings to you, which, you know, like we're going to talk about today, the birds and everything else. They may also ensure you that you have chosen the right path. So it does help, you know, it helps us, you know, learn to be a little bit more, um, I want to say, confident in being here and recognizing that we are true creators of our own lives. And so this is a lot of fun. 
So the whole thing is, is to start really recognizing and understanding these sig- signals and these signs, you know, like I said, like me not feeling good and having, you know, whatever it is I've got and um, which is a sinus infection, just so you know, it's not COVID. <laughs> but anyway, um, so the, uh, the whole thing is, is that even though I have that, you know, it's, it's a gift because it's making me really sit back. Like I actually went outside and sat with the trees out in my backyard and I haven't done that in quite some time. So this is a really good time, you know, for me to, to just rest, I guess, and relax and just, you know, try to really convene with myself, you know, find out who this divine, you know, where this divine spark is within me so that I can, you know, bring it out to the world. And then also, To find that way I can become better, you know, and become much more one with the universe, you know, which is what we are actually working towards. So this is. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by as we resolve this issue. All right, here we are again. <laughs> Sorry about that. My internet just dropped off. Not sure why. But hey, another thing. <laughs> you know how it is. Kind of a crazy day today. So um, so anyway, so what I have is a friend who actually, she's so cute. She sent me pictures of, she is what I call the butterfly whisper. Now, um, I don't know about you, but I absolutely love butterflies. And lately I've been seeing a lot of them and they've actually been coming to me. Even in my backyard today, I had these beautiful monarch butterflies flying around me, you know, doing all these beautiful like aerials and all kinds of dancing and everything. And it was just absolutely gorgeous, you know, talking with them. So I wanted to, um, to talk about that, you know, so butterflies, their meaning is all about 
So they go from, you know, being in a caterpillar state, which they're absolutely gorgeous as caterpillars, which I totally forgot to um, send that picture of the caterpillars. But anyway, and then and then they go to a chrysalis state. And then from there, they go into, you know, the actual um, cocoon for a little while. And that's where they rest. And then they turn into like this magnificent, beautiful butterfly and they're monarch butterflies. And the monarch butterflies are orange and black. That's what colors they are. And I'm sure that um, many people have seen them because <clears throat> they're very popular. But anyway, so these are the butterflies that I'm talking about, but there are so many different variations of butterflies. So butterflies help focus, help us focus on the representation of our life meaning that transformation is a big part of our lives. It's describing our spiritual process through life too, which is really cool. So when we transform, we must retreat from the outer world and into our inner being. And so this is what I'm talking about. You know, this is basically what the book was saying too, is that there's all different ways, you know, for us to really experience the world. And this is one way that you can do it as well. So you you basically, um, once we are sure of our transformation, so you went in, you meditated, you know, you started to um, do Wu Wei. Wu Wei is so cool, by the way. It's the art of doing nothing. Now, that is not an easy thing. Believe me, I've tried it. You know, it's basically you go out, you sit on a rock or in a chair by a tree, whatever, and you try to do nothing for a while and just allow whatever information comes to you, you know, comes in. And you want to do that like throughout your life periodically through the day. It's the art of doing nothing, meaning that you don't you don't put your energy out into the world. You know, you're just kind of sitting and waiting. And it's a really cool, um, very peaceful, puts you more in a peaceful state and helps you sort of, I don't know, just relax into life is what it does. It's really cool. I love it. And um, so anyway, so you learn new ways of emotional intelligence. You know, why do I get so angry at this moment in time? You know, all this different types of thing. Why am I so happy right now? You know, all of that is really, really cool to like acknowledge and feel into all these emotions. And anyway, so what it does is it helps you then emerge reborn just like the caterpillar to the butterfly into something more magnificent. And it's just amazing. I mean, truly, truly amazing. Now the native Americans are very spiritually strong. Everything is symbolic, right? So the stars and then, you know, the trees, they even speak to the bees. They do all kinds of really neat stuff. They believe that there is an individual meaning of butterfly colors as well. So yellow for them is hope. Black is illness, and then white is good luck. The butterfly in general means hope and positivity in the Native American culture, and most believe that they draw in the comfort from this spirit animal. So most of them, you know, draw in the comfort, you know, of the spirit animal. I kind of wrote that in a little crazy way. So in Christianity, and this is really cool too, the butterfly means resurrection and is closely related to Jesus in describing Jesus's death burial, and then resurrection. So that's three again. So the butterfly is related to the number three. And number three is really important because it's all about creation. So it's a very cool, um, you know, symbol to see and to recognize and to acknowledge, you know, as coming into your own life. In Celtic, it means rebirth. So the Celtics take the symbol um, of making better choices. They use this symbol and they use it for making better choices when life presents a second chance, you know, so the caterpillar to the butterfly, you know, it's getting a second chance at life. Renewal and rebirth are always available to us humans. And that is so true. Every single day of your life, you can create a whole new life, a whole new attitude, a whole new idea. I have this um, one friend and he's so funny. He has a son and his son's, you know, sort of on a little bit more of the, um, Let's see, the glass is half empty, I want to say. And so he told his son, he said, you can wake up every single morning and ask, you know, the universe, what what great things, what beautiful things are going to happen to me today? Or you can say, oh, gosh, I don't know what's going to happen. And I hope nothing bad happens. And he said, but if you do it the other way, like I said to you, that all good, all good, then you're you're waking up with this beautiful attitude for the world. And, you know, once again, allowing with that wu-wei for all the goodness to come to you. It's so much fun, so much better and much easier to live not quite so 
heavy on your heart. So anyway, butterflies are a means of drawing your attention to your personal growth cycle and examining your personality parts that need renewal. They help drive you to navigate life with lightheartedness and grace and to not fear going into metamorphosis in if your soul needs it. So during metamorphosis, which is um, it changes all that inside you needs improvement, renewal and change to emerge stronger, better and vibrant for the world. So the mean, the meaning of butterfly colors is joy and light, which make this your driving force. You can change Change is never easy, but by concentrating on the colorful part of the process, you will find the strength to complete it. So that's really cool. And then the butterfly power animal is colorful and by extension encourages you to associate with brightness and aliveness. The biggest thing right now that I'm feeling, and this is like in the world in general, is that we're all sort of like sitting around in that wu-wei state, but more in like that wu-wei state of what I said with the glasses half empty. If we really start to step forward, you know, and think about, you know, what it is that we want, this is a time where you can sit and you can sort of figure out, you know, who am I? Where am I? Where's this God spark that's within me that I can really bring out into the world and start creating what it is that's, you know, important for me and for the world? You know, there's so many things. We all have a purpose in our lives. And this time right now is um, a great time to find out what that purpose is. So it's really cool. We have time to do it now. And it's so interesting and so much fun, you know, to convene, like I said, with nature, ask for answers, ask for, ask lots and lots of questions. That's like the biggest thing. I always tell everybody that the more questions that you ask, the more answers you're going to receive. So hang on a second. Let me see brightness lab. Um, So you can perhaps take this as a message to make your life more colorful too, with the butterfly, with the colors, by the way, you can also dress you know, a lot more colorful, like I have on actually bright pink pants right now. So it's kind of funny. Um, The monarch butterfly signals a time for personal growth, internal change, perception of our place in the world and finding contentment. And then, like I said, so I have a friend that I call her the butterfly whisperer. And she actually sent me, oh, have you ever seen um, the chrysalis that the butterflies turn into they're like the little pods i don't know if we have the pictures or not because i know we're having some technical difficulties but um anyway they're really really pretty they're like this beautiful turquoise color almost like what we were talking about with earth's core you know how she's turning into this beautiful crystal core and um it just feels to me like it's almost that exact same color it's so cool because if you equate earth right now She's in that crystal estate like, oh, do you see it right there? This beautiful chrysalis right here off to the right. And um, so anyway, so that's the color of the Earth's core right now. But it's even brighter. And I have to tell you, if you see this chrysalis in person, it has these little gold specks. Like, And I'm talking like really gold, like they're um, sparkly. It's like a sparkly gold that's on these chrysalis. It's the neatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And like I said, this is at my friend's house and I call her the butterfly whisperer because she's been amazing at, you know, keeping these butterflies safe. I guess wasps actually eat the, um, you know, the, the caterpillars before they can turn into these gorgeous beings. And um, so let's go to the one where there's the three of them all together. Yeah, that chrysalis is so beautiful. Let's do the next one. That one's really gorgeous. Aren't they just beautiful? I mean, she's done such a beautiful job raising these butterflies. <laughs> it's so amazing. There's two of them. And then I think the next one. Yeah, there they are. There's all three of them together. Isn't that the most beautiful thing you've seen? I mean, just so gorgeous. And it's on a jade plant, too, which is so beautiful, which means money. Jade plants help us um, bring money into our lives in abundance, abundance. So very, very cool that they're appreciating the jade plant as well. So, so cool. All right. Thanks so much for that, Tiff. Okay. So the next thing I have to talk with you about is so funny. Like I said, so I've been not feeling so good. So I've been sitting in the backyard a lot, you know, just trying to get a little bit of sun, you know, for vitamin D and also to um, convene with nature because it's really good for me. I love it. It helps soothe my heart and uh, my energy gets better whenever I'm around the natural world. So anyway, so while I was sitting out there, I had this osprey. Now, this is so cool. She's on the top of this huge pine tree 
And right now, you know, all of the birds, it's um, spring. So, you know, everything is breeding and, you know, babies are being born and there's all kinds of cool stuff that's happening in the natural world right now. So she was up there just flagging her wings, just trying to get my attention and yelling at me at the same time. And it was funny because when she was doing this, because it's across the street, this this bird was um, across the street from my house. And then but I was in the backyard, which is funny because this is at the front yard of my house. And so she um, she's out there just wet. I mean, just trying to get my attention. And I was feeling not so good. And so I just couldn't tap in. I was just like, I don't know what you have to say. I've got a headache. I don't feel good. I'm just going to sit here. And she was like, that's okay. I understand. And um, I forget what else she said. And it was pretty profound, but I didn't write it down because I was, of course, not um, in the state of mind to do it. I was just hanging out in the backyard. So anyway, so she had a wonderful message, which I will get another time, but, um, and I'll make sure to convey it to you all as well. But, um, at the same time, I just thought it was so neat that I actually was able to capture her with her wings up like that. Now in totems, you know, that's how they see them like in Indian totems or any kind of totem that you see, you know, the birds are always with their wings spread. Hardly are they ever with their wings down, you know, and sitting, on a tree or something. So I just thought that was so neat because I've never seen it before. And there it is. It's, it's a cool display of these gorgeous animals that we have around us and how they really show themselves to us. So she's yelling at me, but anyway, so she is called an osprey. Now ospreys are um, down here in Florida and they're quite large, very large birds and they're gray and white and they're absolutely gorgeous. And they're extremely cool. I mean, just neat birds. And they, um, they're usually uh, water birds. They like, you know, fish. So they're mostly associated with solar forces, meaning um, is they're associated mostly with the alchemy of fire, which is so cool. So it is symbolic of the strength and intensity of the sun. Its ability to work over all three elements of land, sea, and air help associate osprey Um with transformative and transmutative functions. Now, this is like so cool because like I said, I've been really interested. This is what I'm saying to you all. These are the gifts that are, oh, Melissa, thank you. So, so pretty. It's good to see you, girl. So, um, so anyway, so it's really interesting because these, um, these signs that have been happening to me all week long, everything is related. Like I said, like this one, same thing, transformative and transmutative functions, you know, really interesting how I'm seeing it and getting the same message from, you know, the butterfly to now the osprey. So I want you guys to really try to, you know, in your own lives, put together these messages and then you can really see what's the most important message of them all. And for me, I really do feel like, you know, I am transforming into, I don't know what yet, <laughs> but I'm working on something. I'm sure, you know, just because like I said, they've sat me down and said, Hey, you got to get with the program here. So anyway, so um, it's an important symbol in spiritual and esoteric activities. Um, it is a symbol of strength and power to those who view it. And it is a symbol of keen vision, seeing its prey clearly and not being blinded by the sun as it dives towards its target. It is a true hunter with speed, agility, power, and precision, and it is a symbol of majesty and power, having control over its own fate. It is also a symbol of royalty as it is confident in its stature and capacity. So it helps with a sense of being able, um, let's see, hang on a second, being adept at any environment and focused on one's goal. So it helps with a sense of being adept at in any environment and focused on one's goal. One can excel in any environment, which is so cool. That's really nice because I'm hoping that I stay in Florida, but you never know. You get to move all over the world sometimes. It associates itself with confidence backed by capability, and one can learn about their own strengths and capabilities from Osprey Spirit. This then leads to trust in abilities and have the confidence to know that they can achieve their goals. So it's another aspect of that transformation. You know, the butterfly was all about the number three and bringing in the transformation. And then now the osprey is continuing the same message, but also adding on. So the osprey is connected with Hermes and Mercury, which they're both swift in flight. And well, actually the osprey is too. Um, swift in flight and sure in its path. 
Because of this, they are linked to communication and divine inspiration, which is really what I've been trying to do is tap in. And once again, like I said to you, you know, you have your divine self, you have your God spark within you. If you can really focus on that, it puts you in that state of peace. It's really a, the coolest state. I mean, this morning I was laying on the couch and I was like, cause I couldn't sleep in my bed. And so I went out to the couch for a little while. And when I went out there, I was asking, okay, show me, you know, what it is that, um, Show me my divine self. Like, what, what would my divine self look like? And all of a sudden, you know, through my own eyes, I could just, it felt like everything was at peace. It was like I saw the world just being perfect, like absolutely perfect. This beautiful, um, unconditional love and everything else, which we're going to talk about here in just a minute. But there's some angels that have come in and have been helping me with this. And we'll talk about them and just mix. They want to be acknowledged today, too. So it remains a powerful symbol of heavenly sources, which is another aspect that um, the Osprey are bringing in, which is so much fun. Right. So this is really cool. So this is, like I said, so related to each other. You get what I'm saying? So in your own life, if you're paying attention to these signs and symbols, like I said, with me being um, not feeling good, you know, being under under the weather for a whole week now, actually, I, I, this all started on Tuesday last week. And um, actually, so it's been over a week because today's Wednesday. So, um, yeah, so it's, it was very depressing. And I was like, what in the world is this? Instead, I said, OK, all good. Not going to go there. I'm going to um, recognize the gifts that are being given to me right now. Not Try not to get frustrated, although you are human and I'm human, so we do. But um, but anyway, try to stay out of that state as much as you can and move into the state of bliss. You know, recognition that you are able to rest now. Take it as a gift, you know, recognize all that is good and be appreciative of everything in the world. So I was at my mom's house yesterday and it was really cool because she has a bird's nest at her house. And um, I just love this, you know, with all that. Oh, it's three, three, three right now. I love that. Talking about threes. It's a great number. Uh, so anyway, so the birds um, at, are at her house and she has a, actually a cardinal's nest at her house and it's in the vent on the outside. And the it's really funny because she said that the female cardinal is a little aggressive sometimes. You know, if you get too close, she kind of comes out and says, uh, 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 do not get any closer. So it's really cool. My mom said it's really neat to see them, you know, flying back and forth. And um, they fly like over to the neighbor's house, so, you know, to get food. And then they come back to their little babies and stuff. So she's really excited. She's like, I guess it's only eggs right now. And um, so she's excited. She's hoping that she'll be able to see little baby cardinals eventually. If the mama will let her. So she's looking forward to that. But in the meantime, cardinal represents love. And you kind of already know that because of the color being red. But it also has a lot more meanings than just that, which is so much fun. So cardinals represent luck, actually, manifestation, devotion, setting boundaries, loyalty, and domestic harmony. They can show up as messengers to encourage you to keep pushing towards your goal, which once again is something that I said to you that's so important for, um, for me right now with this project. Um, or to give you comfort after the loss of a loved one or a pet. It can be a sign of good luck to see cardinals frequently. There's a big lesson that cardinals are here to show you is how to feel more comfortable, secure, and to have strong sense of belonging in your own reality of where you are at right now. And then to also find your unique circle of life vortexing around you. You know, so you have like all these beings. Remember I talked to you guys about beings. They're so cool. There's so many beings right now that are out there. It's insane. I actually need to um, tap in. I'm hoping this week I'll be able to tap in with quite a few of them. There's um, one of them is actually we'll talk about them in just a minute. But uh, anyway, there's all these beings that are everywhere, you know, all around us. So one is you're never alone, even though you can't see them, you can feel them. Or maybe some of you can hear them. I don't know. But either way, they're there. And there's all kinds. It's it's really, really interesting because you have your totem animals, which I absolutely love. And then you have, which are these guys right here that are coming in for me right now. They're actually, you know, forming up into reality so that I can actually get the real clear message from them. And then, um, so that's cool. And then the, um, let's see what else. You have angels. You have your um, 
loved ones that have passed, transitioned. You have your animals that have passed. They, they hang out with you too, which is so cool too, by the way. You can feel their energy around every now and then. And then you have, um, let's see, you have spirit or source. And, and then you have your guides. And then you also have other beings that have stepped in to assist you with whatever it is that you're going through at this time. So it's really, really interesting, you know, what happens with us during this whole process of being. I'll give you another example. And this is really cool. When I used to ride the horses, I would have my, um, they were like the, the grand masters, like literally, and I'm not kidding. They call themselves like the grand masters of equestrian. And they were up in the etherical state and I'd be riding and they literally would tell me what to do with each horse. It was the coolest thing. I had such a connection with them, you know, and they were, like I said, they were like the grandmasters. So they really helped me create whatever it was I needed to do here on earth. So that's opening up to the knowledge and the great wisdom that is out there in the world. You know, you can ask, you can say, if you were um, in a profession It doesn't matter what you are. If you're a doctor, you can always ask. You can say, hey, can all of you beautiful grandmaster doctors, you know, come down and help me, you know, tell me what to do. Be confident, you know, help me with my confidence or help me with whatever it is that you're going through or even just knowledge, just learning more wisdom, you know, um, getting more wisdom with them. And that's the whole thing. I mean, like I said, I innately knew exactly what to do with all these horses that would come into my barn. And it was like, and I didn't take a lot of lessons, you know, as a child, I had some lessons, but we were not able to really afford them. So I just tried to learn as much as I could from other people, but I also asked all the time, you know, what do I do with this? What do I do with that? And right there, the answers came. So it's really cool. So you have a team of people that can help you up there as well, or beings, I should say, you know, that are grandmasters or, um, you know, professionals, whatever it is. It's really, really neat. So don't forget you have them as well to always ask to help you, which is really fun. So um, so anyway, so the Cardinals, back to them. This goes beyond the love of a relationship. So hang on a second. Let me go back to what we were talking about. Oh, here we go. They bring um, so the big lesson. Okay. So they bring luck and abundance. And this relates to the red birds stimulating your root chakra, which is really cool. The manifesting center that allows you to bring things into your reality that are in a higher alignment to your true self. So that's your root chakra helps you with that manifesting, you know, and it's really, really neat. There's other chakras that help you with manifesting too, but the root is very um, good for that as well. They show what you deserve to have in life, which is the coolest thing. I love that about the cardinal. They are also a metaphor for unconditional love because they mate for life. And then this goes beyond the love of a relationship and stretches to include the unconditional love of the universe and the divine connection that we all have. So right now, this is what we're working towards on Earth here on Earth is to, um, you know, create more for all of us, create more love so that we can really heal Earth and heal ourselves in turn because we are part of Earth, which is really, really cool. Um, They can also be a sign that you are being contacted by your angels, spirit guides or loved ones that have transitions. So finding a cardinal in your yard represents windows of opportunities that are available to you if you take action and follow your heart. They teach you how to live life on your own timeline. Now, that's really cool. If you think about that, this is a little deep sometimes. Um, so you, you're learning how to live life on your own timeline so that you can take advantage of your gifts that are uniquely special to you. I don't watch the news ever at all. I hear stuff But I got to tell you, in my world, there are only unicorns, rainbows and dragons. And that's it. Nothing else. And, you know, I just I feel like that's a good place for me because all I'm trying to do is bring good into the world and live good back. You know, and so what you put out, it's like a what is it? It's the uh, infinity sign. What you put out, you get back. So if you just constantly put out love and appreciation and, you know, gratitude, then that's what you'll get back. So just try to hang in there and keep doing that. Um, they also show you that your inner wisdom gives you all the tools you need to achieve success. They are a sign of luck and abundance. So pretty cool birds for sure. And um, they wanted to be recognized on the show today. And also, once again, they're being pulled into my life to help me recognize that I am lucky. 
I'm very, very lucky. As long with, you know, along with everybody here, we're all lucky in our own way. We have luck with us. And um, we make our own luck in the sense of like where, where we have this belief, you know, or these ideas for ourselves, you know. And once again, that falls into that divine spark that's, in, you know, that's within us. And um, we're putting it out into the world and creating these beautiful, beautiful things. Even if you hold the door open, oh my gosh, I have to tell you this, this is really, really cool. So I was at Dunkin' Donuts because I get coffee in the morning and um, not all the time, but sometimes. And uh, no, it's a bad habit. But the, um, so anyway, so I got behind this car and what was in front of us was this big older SUV and it was kind of jacked up just a little bit. And so I'm in my little car behind it and I was like, wow, that thing. And it was a little bit loud. And it had these stuffed animals that were like hanging off the back of it. And I thought, what in the world is that? You know, and then there was a little bumper sticker that wasn't quite so positive. And then I thought, oh, I wonder what that's about. And every single time the line would move, the um, the girl that was driving it would like kind of jet it, you know, like put her foot on the gas pedal and go really fast up to like the next thing, like almost like she was being a little impatient. And then she looked out the window and when she got to the, you know, um, where you order that little area and she had pink hair and I was like, Oh, she can't be so bad. She's got pink hair. And I thought that is so cool. I, I love your pink hair, you know? And I said that in my mind. And in the meantime though, I have my dog with me and so I'm petting my dog, you know, my dog's looking out the window and all this other stuff. Cause she likes to go for a ride in the morning with me to Dunkin' Donuts. So anyway, so I'm in the line. And um, so then she kind of jets it up to the window, you know, and I'm putting my order in and, um, and then, I get up to the window. Well, I, I turn around and look and, you know, cause I don't know why, but the delay there was pretty long. And so she's gone. And so I get up to the window and the lady goes, Oh, you don't have to worry about it. You're, you're paid for. And um, she said that the person in front of you paid for your um, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And um, I, I think I got a donut or something. And she goes, and this is like the coolest part. She said that, and she left extra money for you to buy something for your dog. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like that was the sweetest thing ever. Not only did she buy my breakfast for myself, but she also bought, you know, uh, something for my dog. For the more, I just thought that was the neatest thing in the whole wide world because, you know, I didn't order anything for my dog, which is maybe kind of rude of me. But and I just thought, wow, that is the neatest thing ever that this girl did that. And um, how thoughtful, right? And once again, I wasn't really judging her. I was kind of putting out love to her, you know, as I was sitting there, I was like, wonder what the stuff, I was wondering with discernment. I wasn't judging like in a bad way. I was just kind of like, hmm, wonder what those are. And then I loved her pink hair. So it was really interesting how, you know, you put that energy out once again, you know, and you, and you really misconceive what's going on because obviously she was in a hurry. I mean, she was in a hurry because she kept driving really quickly to get, you know, up, up, up. And, um, it was just the neatest thing, you guys. I mean, a really, really cool. It brings back faith in the world for me, you know, not that I don't have that already, but, you know, it's just proof. It's like the universe proves to us every single day, you know, that there is beauty, there is love, and there is absolute, um, just unconditional, you know, um, love, basically. And then beliefs, everything, it's all right in front of us. And we just have to see it or pay attention to see it. So then that way we can really receive it. And once you receive it, you receive it, then you can put it right back out. And then once again, it's that, um, you know, the infinity sign. So the more you put out good, the more you're going to get back good, you know, and you just constantly do it and just catch yourself. Be like, I'm not going to not going to be saying anything negative. Nope, I'm going to be doing this. Or and if you if you're thinking it, you'll be like, hey, what's the sign? Where's the sign? You know, because I had some not so favorable things happened to me this week as well. And um, and it, it really perturbed me a little bit. And I thought, I'm not going to let it get to me. No. And then, you know, what came to me, though, it was really interesting is the next morning after this had happened, um, that song from Heart, Barracuda, came up and I was like, what does Barracuda mean? So I looked up Spirit Animal Barracuda and it was really cool. It was really, really neat. Um, neat spirit animal to like bring up at that moment in time. And it did, you know, help me recognize and understand what I was thinking and where I was and all that kind of stuff. So it was a lot of fun. You know, the universe is always showing us, always showing us, you know, these signs, giving us signs to help us, you know, work through our discern, you know, with discernment or work through our judgments or work through our trials and tribulations, work through anything at all. There's signs there. So Robin says, hello, all. I have doves, robins, and finches. 
around my house. Oh, how cute. Your name is Robin and you have Robins. That's so sweet. <laughs> Christine said, how sweet. <laughs> so cute. So, all right. So next, there's one more flying being that we're going to talk about that's an animal. Yeah, we have plenty of time. Um, and it's so cute because it goes hand in hand with the butterfly. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because the bee actually flew up to me when I was sitting out in the backyard today before the show. And it said that it wanted to be recognized because bees are so important for us in this lifetime. And, you know, with pollinating for us and helping us out. And then, of course, you know, we were thinking that they were going to go absolutely extinct, which thank goodness they have not, which is so amazing. And like even with me, with my flu, you know, that I've had here recently with the science infection, all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm trying to eat honey, a lot of honey, you know, to help my body heal. And it's it's just so amazing. Yeah, Linnell, <laughs> so cute. She goes buzz, buzz, buzz. I know they're so much fun. So anyway, so the yellow of the bee represents honey and the sun and the energy from which it gets life. So that's the reason why honey is really good for us, because it brings back our life source and um I didn't really get that until I talked to the bee today. It was such a neat thing to hear. And I thought, no wonder honey is so good for you. I wish I liked it more because the only time I ever uh, eat honey is when I'm sick. So anyway, so the bee can be a reminder to be productive in our daily lives and give back to the world in the best way possible. Now, that brings me to, once again, this goes into all of these signs that are happening to me right now, you know. And um, so the bee shows up. And then, you know, I already told you about the Dunkin' Donuts story. The bee shows up and then all of a sudden, you know, it's talking about the best way to um, give back to the world, which is so much fun. So um, bee shows up when you get sidetracked from your goal and wants to become more focused. It can inspire you to rethink the project and change your lifestyle. Actually, it can Sorry, I did that wrong. It can inspire you to rethink and change your lifestyle. The project's what I'm working on. So I just wrote project in there on my on my own. So anyway, so bees carry ancient wisdom and knowledge, which I thought was the coolest thing. So right now we're looking for the magic in the world. Well, bees are one of the beings that has this, you know, ancient knowledge and ancient wisdom. And it's really neat because you hear people, they go and they talk to bees quite a bit because bees have this um, way of explaining things. It's really neat. So they can travel to the other world and bring back messages from the gods. Um, Many ancient traditions and mythologies share this belief. Now, once again, you have these beekeepers, you know, that walk in with all these bees and they land on them and I didn't know this, but I thought this was so cool and it makes total sense is that they go in and they actually ask for permission to enter the hive. And so, you know, the bees acknowledge and say yes by, I guess, landing on them. And then um, they walk in. Now, if the beekeeper dies, then the next person that comes in has to tell them about the beekeeper dying and or transitioning, I should say, and um, and that they are going to and then they have to ask permission if they are allowed to replace the beekeeper that had transitioned. And I thought that is so cool. I mean, bees are very powerful little beings, truly unbelievably cool. So they help make the possible or the impossible possible. And when you think about it, the reason why is because and this is where they get this is that um they're, you know, they have these big fat bodies, especially the honeybees or the bumblebees. I mean, the bumblebees, um, they're the ones and they have little teeny tiny wings. And oh, they're so cute, you know, to look at. But they're de- they definitely defy, you know, nature. They defy it. It's really, really cool. Or science, I should say. They defy science. And so it's amazing how they can fly with those little tiny wings and be really fast as well. I mean, they're slower than the other ones, but they're still fast. And um, so anyway, so that so that being said, they symbolize achieving the impossible, which, to be honest with you, with this project that I've got coming up, it does feel like it's going to be impossible. And um, because it's just something I've never, ever done before. And it's daunting, very daunting. So, So anyway, so I'm excited that the bee came to me and said that, yes, achieving the impossible I will definitely be there. And so, and we will talk more about this project in the future as I get more into it, um, probably into the end of May. I'm hoping that I'll have more information on that. 
So anyway, so you can see how everything is related to each other in this whole thing. And it's um, so much fun to, like I said, live your life and recognize and realize that you have all of these signs, these symbols to help you really get through what it is that's going on in your life. And all you have to do is ask. Once again, when I said to you in the very beginning that, you know, in the book, they said that um, you want to learn that I learned a few things. And one cannot be helped until she seeks help. One cannot be taught until she tries and one cannot be answered unless she asks. And that is huge. I have to tell you. And I always forget to ask. I mean, I really do. It's like I just sit quietly and go, why is this happening? I mean, I don't really ask like the right question, you know, like what can I do to make this better would be the right question. So um, so ask, but ask the right question so that you can get the answer that you really do want, you know, to to know the answer to. All right. So there's one more thing that I want to talk about before I go. And it's really interesting. And um, so anyway, so these it's funny because I went to my friend's house um, just recently and we were talking and I was asking questions and um, just wondering. And um, because when I lived in Ohio, I actually was hearing that there were benevolent beings that I was going to be introduced to here on um, at my own house when I moved back to Florida, I was going to be introduced to benevolent beings that never existed. And I thought, huh, that's like so interesting. Benevolent beings that have never existed. I'm not sure what that is. But anyway, so um, so when I first got back, I was a little overwhelmed. And then after a couple of weeks of being here, I started seeing these beings and I never really um, paid attention and acknowledged them to the point that I should have. I was so busy trying to get something, you know, things going and with COVID and, you know, you know, it's all that stuff. So anyway, so um, just recently, because I've had to sit down and relax for probably the past, I would say, seven weeks or so, they've really made themselves quite um clear. And they're saying that they absolutely want me to, uh, you know, start recognizing them and to bring the energy forward. So anyway, so this is what I got. Oh, wait, Robin says, hang on a second. She says, I forgot. Oh, her. Um, she's talking about the birds still. So she says, I forgot they all make a nest in my hanging plants. Oh, my gosh, that's great. And she says, I let my daughter take my plants. Well, the doves were upset. I made her bring my plants back. The doves are happy now. <laughs> That's like so funny. I know they definitely protest when they're um, being disturbed, aren't they? They're so cute. You know, animals help us recognize what it is that they want. And it's true. You know, even the um, butterflies have talked to Jen about, you know, it's really cute to have talked to Jen about the where they want to be and how they want to be there as well. And she's just read them so clearly and um, has, like I said, repopulated the earth with um, monarch butterflies just on her own over there at her home, which is really neat. So anyway, so back to the beings. So these beings that I've been introduced to, they're Serafina. And what they are, are they're the angelic beings. And it's really interesting because I was talking to uh, my producer, Tiffany, about this. And she is really, really cool. Oh, no, Robin. <laughs> she lost me. So um, so anyway, so she's really cool because she's very adept at the um, angelic with the angelics in the angelic realms. So I was asking her about the Seraphina as well. So anyway, so Seraphina is a group of angels. And it's really interesting because they're all about now being angels. Of course, you know, they're at the highest, highest, highest realms, you know, up there near source. And um, so anyway, and so what they are, it's so cool. They're actually right at, let's see, I said it earlier. Um, So Seraphina are us at the Godhead, which is the point at which creation manifested. So that's right where they are at, which is a really cool thing. So anyway, what they wanted was for me to acknowledge them and to share them with you today. They want to be acknowledged again in the future, which we will talk about them as we move forward, because there's more information to come from them. And um, but I thought this was such a cool story because the whole thing is, is that it falls into these beings that, you know, with the birds and then the bees and then the butterflies, all of them came together to give me one message. And the Seraphina are also part of this message because this project that I'm talking about is all about unconditional love, you know, at the highest, the highest, the highest of levels, along with magic, a lot of magic. And it's going to be really, really cool. So I'm be really excited that they're going to help out with this project. However, they're also helping out with the rest of the world 
bringing um, unconditional love to the world and helping all of us. So what they want you to do as, you know, as I'm speaking, they want you to call them in. And once again, they're the Seraphina angels. So it's not Seraphim because that's just one part of them. This is the whole group. You want the whole group there because you want like a plethora of angels around you to help you with this because this is a big job to bring in unconditional love to earth, especially right now. You know, earth right now, I've noticed even in my area down here because everybody's moving to Florida, by the way. So the energy has shifted and changed. I can't even tell you because they're moving here. They're not just here on vacation, whereas before they were here on vacation. So everybody's kind of happy and relaxed and happy-go-lucky. And now they're coming to Florida and, you know, causing terrible things. So it's really interesting. But anyway, so this is what I'm talking about. So if you have this whole, you know, this whole group of angels, which is really important to have them. So I'm going to tell you about them because they're really neat. So they're Seraphina angels and what they are, they're protected. And this is why I love them so much is that their stars on their galaxy or whatever is all protected by four unicorns. So the unicorns are at the corners of their area that they're in, which is really, really neat. Um, They're goddess energy. They're the group of feminine goddess energy. So that's all about love and joy and compassion, you know, but mostly right now they want to really impress unconditional love and joy. I can tell you right now what I've been doing lately, and this is really fun, except for not, I shouldn't say lately because I've been not, I'm not feeling so well, but, um, but I've been doing this and I've really been trying hard to do this for, you know, for myself, especially to maintain that, you know, energy of um, gratitude and love and joy And um, so I try to do something fun every single day. Like, I'm not kidding. Every day I try to do something fun or something special for myself. So like, say, this isn't me because I don't eat ice cream. But, you know, some people, they could go get an ice cream cone or something. Even that alone brings joy, you know, whatever. Or go watch a sunset or um, just go outside and talk, sit with a tree for five minutes. You know, all of that stuff brings joy to your heart and settles you. Then you are emanating that out into the world. The more that we work together on this, the more we're going to be able to really bring more into the world. And that's what Seraphine is about, which is really cool. So anyway, so um, they're a higher dimension, like I said. So they're way up there, way up there, right by God. And they have, um, this is like so cool because they're working with the energy of love. And how I see them, it's so neat is that they're pink and gold. That's what colors they are. And they have the prism. They have the uh, rainbow ray, which means that they're all colors together at once as well. So it's really interesting. So the other day I was, because I can see, which is a lot of fun when I'm relaxed um, just recently, it was a lot of fun. I actually saw them and they were dancing and they weren't really beings. They were just ribbons. Like it was like there were these big, beautiful, like ribbon, like flowy beings, you know, and they were they were twirling in um, counterclockwise and they were doing like a spiral. And it was the neatest thing. It's they were dancing and then another one. And there was three of them that were dancing in the middle of the room that I was sitting in. And I just thought it was the coolest thing to see them there. Of course, everybody else was there, too. Like I said, there's a plethora of them because they're one group, Serafina. And um, so anyway, so it's really neat. So they're bringers of light, pink light, actually. And um, they want you to call them in. So like I said, Serafina is what you want to call them and to definitely... um, they want you to build and acknowledge that part of love that's within you for sure. And then they're, um, let's see what else are they saying here. They want us to hold the space to pour their love like energy into earth. So this is why, you know, I'm asking this now. So this is their message to us to like bring in all this stuff. They want us to bring in love. So it's just all about love. And they said, we are here to receive the energy of love from them. That's what we are doing right now so that we can emanate that out into the world too. So when you're feeling like, I don't know, like say you're driving down the interstate or, you know, and somebody cut you off and you're like, ah, you know, call in Serafina right away, you know, ask them, say, Hey, can you help me with this? Can you erase this? Let's get, let's get back to that loving state. I'm going to send them love, send them love, send them love. And what can you do? Send them pink unicorns, just like we talked about in my last show, because they are the best things ever because they're all about love as well. Um, so Serafina, they are one with one, which is, um, so they're one with source and they're reminding us that we are also one with one. We are all together on this, you know, and I know it sounds kind of 
you know, hokey, but it's not. It's really are that we are connected to each other is basically what it is. So the more we send out love, the more we receive love, the more love is emanating out into the world. The animals help us with it. The trees help us with it. The birds are doing that right now. They wanted to be acknowledged in the show today. Um, so they want you to be aware of them, call on them, connect with them and bring the love energy through them. So you can ask, you know, like I said, ask them to come in to help you with this. Um, they also help let go of the pain from the past to allow for the energy to flow. So it, like the pain of even earth, you know, earth's pain that she's had a lot of things that are going um yeah, they are. I know, Robin. They've been with me like for a while now, and I know they're with all of us right now because they're really wanting to get this message out there. So it's so cool, right? They feel amazing, by the way. And they can also help you connect into that divine spark that's within you. Like I said, if you want to see like, you know, what does it look like for my divine self? I want to see myself in this divine way, whatever it is that you ask, you know, however you ask for yourself. Um, it's really cool. And they help with that, too. So they're connected to your higher heart. So there's a higher heart chakra that we talked about. And that's where that raspberry light comes in. You know, the raspberry color pink is where that is the color of that higher heart. And that's what color these seraphine are. Um, anyway, and then with them spinning counterclockwise, they're actually sending the energy up. And so it's really cool. So um, so anyway, so seraphinas are goddess love. And um, so call them in. And see if that helps you, you know, feel the energy of them everywhere. And once again, it's pink light, but or gold light or even the rainbow, rainbow light. You can bring all of that in if you want to. It's really, really cool. So it's fun. So anyway, so that's them. And they're very happy that we're talking about them right now. And I'm excited that you all joined me today. Thank you so much. And thank you for your prayers. And um, I'm on the mend now, so I will definitely be here next week. And um We'll see how it all goes. So enjoy your week. Call in your angels. Recognize all the signs, these beautiful signs that are around you that are here to help you at any moment of any time that you need help. You just ask and all of a sudden something will show, whether it's a bird at your window, whether it's, you know, a dog licking your leg. It doesn't matter. It's everything. They just, you know, everything will come to you and help you with whatever you need. And um, and it's so much fun and it's a lot more it's a lot more fun to recognize it like i said like all of these signs that i had for this whole project thing so anyway have a great rest of your week and i will see you next week thanks so much this month's broadcasting is sponsored by icu dr lauren love icu nurses technicians and staff in the boston area hospitals up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 